the good day of Shabbos, Parsha, Maki Saboy, Ram Samach Aleph, Omid Aleph, four lines up, five lines up even, the last one on the line, Omar Rav, says Rav, Yitzhahara Zoymel is both, the Yitzhahara is like, is comparable to a fly, the Yeshe Ben Shemim Iftikhe Alev, and it sits between the two compartments, the two sides of the heart, Shanem, as it says, the Bube Moves, dead flies, Yavish, will make putrid, Yabia, will make bubble up, Shemen Rekeach, a well spiced um, oil. And we explained the basic idea is, as the Bube is obviously a putrid, a dirty creature, the Tahara is, so to speak, dirty. And we explained various analogies to the Zabub, according to the God, the Zabub is the Yitzhahara for Loshan Hara. It's always looking for dead flesh, like a Baal Shnur is always looking for juicy, dead, um, and all this negative information about which to spread, uh, to spread this information about others. And we explain various other analogies, why it's compared, why the Zavuv is, uh, is, is linked to the, to the Yitzhara. And it's Yoshev al-Shanim we explain the basic idea is, because, number one, very often it goes over from its compartment, its side of the left side, it goes into the Yitzhatot side, it tells you to do a mitzvah, because it's planning through that to lure you into various Averos. The Rakhayim says it wants to stop the Shefa of Tobal coming into the right side, that's why it sometimes sits on the right side. We also explain the, the, the idea that it's stuck in the left side, but it's always looking over its shoulder, it's always looking back into the right, because it knows the end. It's only so long as the Shekhinah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is concealed. That special relationship of Kali Yisrael with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's only so long as that is revealed, is concealed, that it can do its work. But it knows the truth, as we said, it's like a person on a diet who can't resist the temptation for a nice looking, a nice geschmack, piece of cake. He knows at that very time he's going to, he's going to regret it. But right now he can't withstand it. That's the idea, he's on the left side, but he's looking over to the right, he knows the truth in the Yetzirah's third side. And he's like a Zabuk, because a person who falls to the Zabuk, a person who falls trapped to the Yetzirah, Zav Boy, that's a Zav Boy, all that is good, all that a person has accomplished, will fall away, will flow out of the person. The Yetzirah is like a wheat kernel. Shenaman says, La Pesach Chatos Revit, expression of Chito. By the door, sin crouches. Expression of Chito. And again, we explain various analogies, what's Chito, what's it got to do with the Yetzahara. Again, we go on and explain this, talking about the Yetzahara for Taiva. The connection to the fact that that was, according to at least one opinion, that was what Olamorishan ate, with the Etadah. And a child only gets das when it tastes chitah, as we said earlier. When it tastes tamdodah. We said dafke chitah, not lechem, because to fight the Yitzhahara is a very, very hard job. Chitah, you take the raw kernel and it's, you've got a tough back of the head. Eleven processes before you can make it into lechem. But if a person does so, then you take the chitah, which is buried through your adama, and your malet, you raise it up to a mitzvah, and 
a person who withstands the temptation, he works and he fights the battle against the Yitzhahara, then with that, by mixing in, as we said, in order to make the chitah into the, into the bread, you have to mix water into it, you have to work hard, you have to work hard, you have to mix Torah into it, but a person who succeeds, we know that the Mokhim Shabbat is a Shubat Indin, Afidus Tadikim Gvurimein Om Yechelim Namud, this is again part of the analogy to the Chitah. Son of Rabban has been taught in the Bryson. There's two kidneys in a person. The table, one of them gives him advice for the good. The wrong one advises him for the bad. And it's logical to assume the right one is to his right. And the bad one is to his left. The heart of the wise is to his right. But the heart of the fool is to his left. As the Marashal says, you don't have two hearts. It means the two advisors to the heart, i.e. the two Kaloyas. And as the Gaon points out, HaKadosh Baruch Hu made the heavens, as it were, he made it with his right hand. And the earth, which symbolizes Gashmir, symbolizes the potential bad, that was with his left hand. So you see, the Olam Ruchnir's true goodness is with, associated with the right. Says the Gemara, Tanarabon has been taught in a brighter. Kaloyas Yoatos, the kidneys advise, as the Nefutzes Yehuda noted, he says the kidneys purge the blood of any water which is, which is impure, it purifies the blood, which means now the connection of blood which goes to the brain, the Nefashtichlis as well, that connection is much purer, it's not convoluted in any way. Leave Naven, the heart understands. The heart takes the advice of the kidneys and it makes the decision whether to take that advice. Is it good advice? Is it bad advice? Does it come from the right side? Does it come from the left side? Literally, that means the, the, the tongue cuts, it forms the words, and and the mouth completes. We said the idea in this could well be that perhaps the connection is because we know that the sin of Adam Rishon which resulted in the Yitzhah of the Yitzhah was um, as a result of Loshan Hara. And therefore, Loshan Mechatech Peh Goymer. You should know that when the Loshan plans to speak something, the Peh is Goymer. The mouth has two security guards, two security checks, that's how we explained it, the teeth and the lips. Don't let a word out before going through the two security checks. Veshet Machnes Umoitzi, the the esophagus is Machnes Umoitzi, called Machol, takes in and out any types of food. Konem Utsi Kol, the trachea, the windpipe, lets out sound because it's through breathing. Breathing is the is the necessary for for speaking, for for making sound. Reyos Shayevet Komine Mashkin. The lungs, top of summer chalap on the days, the lungs draw out all types of liquids. And in fact, here, according to the Gesh of this is where the tongue and the mouth come in. And the way, the way they explain it, based on the Gesh of the Inyatos, based on the Gesh of the Inyatos, the other says, this is the proof, this is the proof that the lungs draw out all types of mashkeh. 
How do I know that? Because when a person speaks, which obviously requires the lungs to work, to create the necessary oxygen, the necessary breathing, your mouth goes dry. Why does your mouth go dry? Because the lungs are working overtime, and that draws out all the saliva. That's how he understands this. Then COVID case, the liver gets angry. Moral the rakespoitipo. The gallbladder throws in a drop, umani chos and calms it down. So the gone, this is an allusion to the idea that a person who spends his whole life angry, negative. The prophet says, Kalyomo Kasumakhovin. There'll come a day when the Malachamovas will come along, put on that drop and the person will be nifta. Many chos, they'll come to a day of rest. Just remember that. It's not worth it. Enjoy life. Tachol Seichet The spleen is responsible for laughter. And they say Peshat is because the Tachol apparently is associated with Eilam Azeh. The Gohan brings various things to back up this idea. Apparently, the Futsus Yoda says the Tachol draws out the associate offer from the blood, which apparently is the Mishkan Shechero, the, the, sorry, the, the, the place of the, the Mora Shechero, the, uh, the black ghoul that comes out. And through this, a person comes to laughter. And we suggested, the idea could be, putting these two ideas together, we say, Hakasil Ba'chayshechayrech, that the, 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 uh, the fool goes in darkness. That means the darkness of the Tchol says to God. The darkness formed by this spleen. What, in, what this means to say is this spleen fools a person into thinking into the false illusion that this world is full of light. As the Chobit Chaim's granddaughter said to the Chobit Chaim, she was also being drawn in by the Enlightenment. And she said, why do you sit in this dark world and there's such an elliptic belt out there, such a light world? And the Prophet Chaim says, this is where the light is to be found. And the story goes on. This is where the light is to be found. The Tukhal, the spleen, gives the impression, because as we say, it removes the estate of offer. It gives the impression as if this is not the world of offer. This is not the world of gashmias, of emptiness. It removes the, the, the mora shakhir, it removes the darkness from this world. It gives the illusion that this world is the light world. It's the airy fairy dream that a person could want. But it's nothing more than that. That's the tukhal, so to speak. As an aside, there is, there is a, um, there are those who learn, I think it's the Air Sheva brings, tukhal shaykhik, that the tukhal grinds down. So we went with the, the popular shot of Tuchol Seichit, that the Tuchol causes laughter. Kurkabon Seichain, the stomach, we're talking about it's actually normally of a bird, Seichain grinds down, grinds down the food. That stomach is known as the gizzard. Kiva Yeshina, the stomach of a person is responsible for making him sleep. Ask Neor, the nose of a person, that's responsible for keeping him awake. Neor Ayoshin, Yoshin Neor. If they swap, they swap their, their, their responsibilities, their jobs, then Nimok Bahilechra, the person will literally dissolve and go away. That's one Peshat in Rashi. The other Peshat is that it's saying exactly what the next price is saying, which is, 
father's been told. If both of them go to sleep, that's what it means. Neora Yoshin. There's a one which, uh, other way around, Yish, um, that basically if um, the Yoshin goes to sleep, I'll get it the right way around this time. The Neor, the one which normally is responsible for waking him up, that goes to sleep. Now they're both responsible for making him sleep. Or both of them are responsible for making him awake. So if both of them keep him awake, Miyagi, straight away he'd, he'd die. The God wanted to say that according to Rashi, from Rashi with a P, he didn't have this second bridesmaid. Because otherwise, the second shot in Rashi seems to be saying exactly the same as this next bridesmaid. What's the point in it? But uh, other than that, he originally wanted to suggest that there are, there's a difference whether they are both mamish asleep or mamish awake, um, in which case then they'll definitely die, or whether it means it's just difficult. I mean, he points out the various Yokimarashi, which seems to support that, the various problems with it. Again, we spoke about that uh, greater length on Sunday. Continues on the Gemara. Tanya has been taught in the Bible. Rabbi Yitzchak Kedidi Omer Sadikim with the Sadikim Yitzchak Tov Shaves on the Yitzchak Tov. Literally judges them. The Gemara learns that means it guides them. Shneim as it says, Belibi Chad Al Dekirbi. The Tovet Hamelas says, My heart, to my Yitzchak has become hollow, has become empty, has become dead, like a corpse inside me. Rishayim Yitzchak Roshayim Son by Rishayim the evil inclination leads them. Shneim as it says, Nuom and Pesha Lerosha the Iniquity, the Yitzhah Harasas, to the Rosh, the Kerev Libby inside my heart, in Pachat Elikim, the Negev Enoch, there is no fear of God, opposite his eyes. In other words, he's being led, you can see it's the Yitzhah which is leading him, which is talking to him. They and him, the people who are in between, Zevah Zeh Shoshon, they are led by both uh, inclinations. Shanem has said, Yamudim in Ebion, he stands, he will stand to the right of the poor person. To save the person from those who are judging, the two judges of his soul, the Yitzhah and the Yitzhah Omar Robo said, Robo, to go in Onu, as for us, saying in him, we are such people where they're in between. So Amadei Abayi said, Abayi said to him, Lo shavik mar chayi l'chol berio. Now, the, the God says from that, you see the Gersh should be Robo. Because Robo and Abayi were contemporaries. Robo, in fact, he called him, Mar, it must mean it was Robo. But anyway, Abayi said to him, Robo, Robo, he said to him, if you call yourself Benini, so what about everyone else? You literally haven't left life for any other creature. So my Rav and Rav says the Ibri Alma and the Rishi Kemure or the Tzadik Kemure. The world was only created for either complete Rishayim or for complete Tzadikim. We'll see in a second what does that mean. All my Rav says Rav leader in Ishmael Nafshe. A person should know about himself, where he stands. In Tzadik Omer who he You should know whether you're a Tzadik Omer or not. As the Gaon explains, because if you're a Tzadik Omer, then you know the advice you receive is definitely coming from the Yitzchak. But if you're not a Tzadik Omer, then you better be wary. Don't be too quick. To, uh, to act because you've got to be careful is that advice coming from the right side or is it coming from the left side is it coming from the Yitzhah or is it coming from the Yitzhah Omar Rab said Rab every Alma and the Akhah and Omri the world was created for Akhah and Omri and Rabbi Hanina and Zaytah for a Tzadik Gomor and for a Roshah Gomor as we said above Le Akhah and Omri that's for Olam Azair Olam Azair the enjoyment of this world for Akhah and Omri to pay him off in this world with Rabbi Hanina ben Zaysah or Ilam Abor. Rabbi Hanina ben Zaysah didn't enjoy this world in terms of physicality. His world is Ilam Abor. This is the idea of who leads the person. Is it the Yitzhah Is it the Yitzhah Aside from the way we explained the Gemara, we did mention the ideas that Yitzhah and Yitzhah judging a person could well mean as well, the way the Ben Yayada explained it, is the 
tainas that the Yitzhak and the come to a person with during, towards, let's say, the end of his life. For example, the Yitzhak will come to the to the Rosh and they'll say to him, there's no point doing Teshuvah anymore, it's too late, you don't have enough time anyway, you may as well live out the enjoyments of this world. The years to Teshuvah come to the start, they can all say, you're finding a hard to end your life learning, come on, push yourself, look at what you've accomplished in your life already, don't lose it at this stage, it's only a little longer to go. That's the idea, there were one or two other ideas, but on, along the same sort of, sort of uh, lines. The Yohatsa Es Hashem and you shall love Hashem your God. Tanya has been taught in a bride of Yezza Omer, in Nama Bachonafshah, it says Bachonafshah, Lomanama Bachonafshah, why does he need to say Bachonafshah? In Nama Bachonafshah, Lomanama Bachonafshah, it says Bachonafshah, why does he have to say Bachonafshah? And in Yishlach Adam, Shekufa Chavi, Vodomim Omeinim. If you got a person that his body is more beloved to him than his money, Lekat Nama Bachonafshah, that's why he says Bachonafshah, you've got to give up your life. Or you've at least got to be matriarch to your body for it. If you get a person whose money is more beloved than his, than his, than his body, the Kachnem, that's why it says you've got to be prepared to give up all your money. No, the normal Peshat is, that obviously a person realizes life is more precious than money, but sometimes, as we discussed, a person can be blinded and make himself ill over money. To the extent that his money becomes more beloved to him than his life. Obviously, if he thinks about it, he realizes it's a crummer. It's a backwards way of thinking, it's a backwards sort of ashkafa, but, soft, 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 a person can be led to such false ideas. But the God understands that Rabbi Yezza is saying that a person is not Muslim to give up his life. When we talk about the guf, we mean putting yourself out for soap, for mitzvahs. Sometimes you get a person who's more prepared to give, to put himself out than spend money. Some people would rather spend their money than put themselves out for soap. Whichever one you are, you've got to be prepared to give up everything for Torah Hashem. But we haven't yet said about giving up your life. According to the God, it's only Rabbi Akiva who says that. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, Even if he takes your soul, you've got to be prepared to give up your life for Hashem. Tommy Rabon has been taught in a brighter. one time, the Roman, the Roman Malchus, Made the decree Shleyasi Yisov Asher the Kali Yisov and all of to be Eitzik and Torah. Four Papas and Yoda Papas and Yoda, very very great man, came along. When Mitzvah Rabbi Akiva, he found Rabbi Akiva Shayamachol Kedus Parabim was assembling Talmidim in the in public. Where Eitzik Asher he was being Eitzik and Torah with them. So all of the Papas sent to him Akiva. You can see obviously Papas must be great enough to be able to call him Akiva without the title Rebbe. He asked on this area, you're not afraid of the name Malchus because of the Malchus. Rabbi Akiva said to him, what can this be compared? There was a fox going along the side of the river. And he noticed fish gathering together from face to face. In other words, they were running, escaping together. And he said to them, why are you, what are you escaping from? Omer that he said to Bnei Rishaf is because of the net Shemavi and Olin and Bnei Ozen that people are bringing upon us are you the fishermen? Omer them to the fox said to them Return to Shetad and the Yavoshet Do you want to come up on dry land? The northern army about them and we can live together Kashem Shetad and Avritah and Avritah just like my father's brother and your father's So Omer wrote to the fish said back to him Atahu Shaimim Alecha You the fox are the one about whom they say Take care of Shabachai if you are the most intelligent of the animals you're not an intelligent animal. You're a fool. 
If in our natural habitat, the place where we naturally receive life in the water, on the Mithyorin we're afraid. Then in the place where naturally we will die, without water we'll die. All the more so we're going to die. At least here it's a sophic whether we'll live or we'll die. If we leave the water we'll definitely die. Right now we're sitting and dealing in Torah. For it is your days and the length of your life and the length of your days. And Kaf, we're facing a sophic danger. If we were to leave it behind, to stop learning Allah Chaskam all the more so, then we will die. As he said, Rabbi Khanum says, he was offered tickets, he was told, escape to America before the Holocaust. And he says, no. Here, we may live, we may die. But if we go to America, we'll definitely die. Spiritually, we'll definitely die. Here, at least, spiritually, we'll remain alive. Physically, we may die. But I'd rather die physically, take that chance, than dying, taking a bad eye of dying spiritually. The truth is, he may have said, it occurs to me now, he may have said something slightly different. He may have said, in America, the Sarkona is spiritual, here the Sarkona is physical. But it's the same, it comes off the same sort of idea. Leaving Therabai is a spiritual death. Here I'm facing a physical threat. We explained the significance of the, of the Moshal was that the, um, that the, the, the fox was, so to speak, saying to the fish, look, before Hashem created land, we were both in the water together. And the fish said, no, because before Hashem created land, we didn't exist. So to the Ulam Torah say, why can't you be normal? Why can't you be like us? The four Muslim Torah, we were all the same. Our answer is, because the four Muslim Torah, we weren't Yisrael. We didn't exist at that time. In a similar note, the Benish Chai says, Esau, that's Rome, said to Yaakov Avinu, we lived together in our father's house for 63 years. Let's go together on the way back from Lord, and I'll join you with you. And Yaakov said, no. You go ahead. Because I've got to go slowly, I've got Torah, you despise Torah, we can't possibly live together anymore. You despise it, you by there's no way we can live together. We added one last point, and that is, that according to the gifts of the Enyatos, it seems that Rabbi Akiva called, perhaps he called him, he said, you're a Fafam, not called him, he said, you're called a Fafam, you're not, you're a Tipesh. What's the shot? He says, because you have to realize there's four parts for Torah. Parzeh, Peshat, Remez, Drush, and Seid. And each one is Toiv, a Toivet or Torah, is 17. 17 times 4 is Gematria Chafam, it's Gematria Chayim. But you, even Peshat, even the most simple area of Torah, you seem to be, you seem to lack recognition for its value. Therefore, it's not Peshat. If you distort Peshat, if you change the, the order, Peshat becomes Tipish. Somebody who distorts Torah, it's tipshos. Obviously, we're talking at the level of pathos, not at the level we, we think of as somebody who distorts Torah. Omru, they said, it wasn't very long before they seized Rabbi Akiva, they locked him away in prison. They did the same in Tafas Ben Yodah, they seized Tafas Ben Yodah, they locked him up next to Rabbi Akiva. Omru, Rabbi Akiva said, in Tafas, what brought you here? Omar, he said to him, Ashrech or Rebbe Akiva. Interesting, this time he calls him Rebbe Akiva. But he said, you're greater than me. We're not equal. 
Happy you, you Rabbi Akiva, Shin Itzasal de Breitero. You Matisa de Breitero. Oilo the Papa, Shin Itzasal de Borim Matadim. Woe to Papa who was seized with the Borim Matadim. As the God said, Papa was an exceedingly great person. He was a God of Adar. Doesn't mean the Borim Matadim as we think about it. Rabbi says it was my Borim Matadim, my, fa- my failure to respond to your to your response to me, when I said to you, you're not afraid of the mouth, because you gave me that whole motion, I didn't respond. That was the Borim Batavim. The failure to respond, as a result of that, I was seized. Whatever the God means exactly by that, but it definitely does not mean the Borim Batavim in the sense of doing nothing. Sitting around idle chatter. The Shoshay Sears Rabbi Akiva, the Harigo, at the time that he took Rabbi Akiva out to be killed, Zaman Kri Hashem it was a time of three Ashima. But you saw him as the Sora and they were claiming his flesh from Masrikisha Barzel with cones of iron. We said that's from Masrikisha Barzel because Masrik is Gematria 400. Aesop comes with the chaos of son of men, of the star of Aesop. He comes along with his chaos, which is 400 men, 400 curses of Ra, of evil. And those curses, says the Ben Yayoda, are all contained in the letters son of men of his name. What he doesn't realize is, we say, Esau came to Yaakov, Arba Meir Ishimai. What he doesn't realize is, must rate. When they antagonize us, when they attack us, they're emptying out their curses. They are purging the world of Umat Ram. When people suffer, when we suffer anti Semitism, when we die on Kiddush Hashem, we are purging the world of that Ram. We're making the world a better place. Must rate. We added as well Barzel. Barzel is the material associated with Rome, as the Maharal says in their mitzvah, based on Sukkim and Doniel. That creature there had, I think, iron teeth. Like Aesop who wanted to bite Yaakov in the neck. Bite him with those iron teeth to silence that curl of Torah. But he didn't succeed. He didn't succeed. Because the next time into stone, the stone being the middle of Yaakov, Mishomra, Eben Yisrael, he overcame it. The Barzel is 239, Amalek is 240. Amalek is there to destroy, to destroy Kalisov, using his weapons, the 239, what, but, they will never succeed. Masrei is emptying out their curses. And as they were combing his flesh, Rabbi Akiva was saying the Pasuk of Shema being Makabal of Shemaim upon himself. Omru le Tamidim, the Tamidim said to him, Rabbeinu Azir Rebbe Abkan, up to this point, there's various Peshat in what they were asking him, Abkan, we suggested one Peshat based on the Gemara in Tesotim, that for Rabbi Akiva to attain that highest place in Galilee, he didn't have to die on Kiddush Hashem. His terror would have been sufficient. Abkan, do you need more than your terror to get such, to such a place? They started him asking, why can't somebody else die, Al-Kiddush Hashem? We need your Torah. Or according to the God, they think, is it much necessary? They held the Talmudim, held like Rabbi Yezza. That Tircha of the Gus, to be matriarchist, to put yourself out is one thing, but to give your life up for it, is that really necessary? Or based on our evil? There's two ways. There's two ways of being time of the Chol Nafshafot. In the mind, the Kavano, or doing it literally. As can you have to give up your life, as he said. Literally, you've got to give up your life. So Omar Ramsi said to them, 
Avram and Avram, the Tumas Yodain, the Tum of the hands in the morning, went with him. You wash your hands three times, we noted 14, Yad is 14. 14 times 3 is Gematria Chelem. Same idea. He imitated Rabbi Akiva, he was not interested in being saved. He wanted to die, Akedash Hashem. What did our Kodesh Baruch respond to the Malachim? Omar and he said to them, Chelkom Bachayim. Their Chedek, the Chedek of a Harugei Malchus, the Chedek of people who die, Akedash Hashem, is Bachayim. It's in the true life. Perhaps going back to what Rabbi Akiva said beforehand, this he died because of Torah. Torah has four parts to it. Torah times four is Gematria Chaim. Chelkom Bachaim. This is the true life. There's also an idea based on the Gemara and Nidra as well, where a person is made up of four things skin, the Gemara lists out four things there skin, blood, etc., etc. And again, the Ben uses the same idea there 17 times four. It's Chaim, that's what makes up life. That's not true life. Chelkom Bachayim says our Kodesh Baruch Hu, the true Chayim is up here. As the Alshech HaKodesh says, it doesn't say Afilu Noitzlim Esam Shecha, even if they take your soul, it says Afilu Kuno Esam Shecha. It doesn't say Afilu Noitzlim Esam Shecha, all your money. Bechol Nafshecha Afilu Noitzlim Esam Shecha. It's not the Goyim who are taking you. This is the HaKodesh Baruch Hu, the Chodesh Baruch is taking you on a Shoma and taking it and putting it under his Kitei HaKodesh, in his lap as it were. Yosef told at that point about Sol came out for Omenet al-Shurq for Rabbi Akiva Sha'atul Muzumen L'chayir Olam You are now ready for the true living the true life that of Olam Abo Lo'yik al-Olam Esrosh Rekenegat Shara Nisroch He says in the Mishnah that a person shouldn't behave with lightheadedness opposite the eastern gate leading up to the Beit HaMikdosh Shumachum and Kenegat Bishkosh HaKadoshim because that's aligned with the Kedosh Kedoshim all the gates as you go up Harabayas, they all line up with one another right through to that, leading into the Kedesh Kadosh and the Chulu, etc. That's only talking about from a place where you can see the Beit Hamikdash from there, a place from which you can um, you can still see the Beit Hamikdash, or Harabayas at least, and inwards. Uvaraya, and it's also going to be close enough that you can actually see the Beit Hamikdash. I shouldn't say close enough. A position you can see the Beit Hamikdash, the Harabai is wrong. In other words, you can be very close. If you're in a valley, you won't be able to see it. It's Manami says it's been said. Rabbi Abba Beret, Rabbi Chia Bar Abba, Hochi Rabbi Yechon, and this for Rabbi Yechon says the Omer Elam and Afim in the same Uvaraya. But he adds on, which ain't gather. Dafke if there is no fence in between him, with Mansha Shkina Shura, and at the time when the Shkina is resting there, in other words, during the time when the Beit Hamikdash stood. Tanur Rabban has been taught in the Brayta, and if Rabbi Yehuda somebody excuses himself in Yehuda, so Yifanim is Achumarov shouldn't face between east and west, with either side of his, basically with his body face, the, the open side of his body uh, facing east or west, whichever way around it. No, it doesn't matter whether his front side is facing east or west; it's going to be a problem. And Rosh Hashanah rather between north and south, because. We have to appreciate Yehuda is was a lot between east and west, not as it ran across the breadth of, of Eretz Yisrael. It was a long piece running from one end to the other, but it was narrow. And the Beit HaMikdash, Yerushalayim, was right at the north side of Yehuda. And therefore, if somebody would actually excuse himself between east and west, 
he could, if he was actually in the north of Yoda, he would actually be facing towards the Beit HaMikdash. So therefore, rather, he should say, um, where does it say it? Edot and Adorim. Rather, he should face between north and south. Obviously, that is with the one condition that he's not actually directly in line with the Beit HaMikdash. In other words, if he's at the south of Yehuda, Bang in line, looking up towards the north, and you can see the base Amikdash side on, obviously that's going to be a problem, even between north and south. You should go to the side, and then between north and south is not a problem. With a Godel, whereas Godel, Godel is in the north of Eretz Yisrael, he should excuse himself between east and west. Because, um, between east and west, there, 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 there's never any, any problem. You can do it anywhere in Godel, east and west, you're never going to be faced with the Beit it's, it's, it's uh, never a problem. Between north and south, it's always going to be a problem. Even if you're not actually, as we'll see soon, not, even if you're not directly in line with the Beit HaMikdash. But Rabbi Yeti, Mashi and Rabbi Yeti, he allowed it. He said, it's not a problem. So Rabbi Yeti, because Rabbi Yeti said, the Osirah of Baraya, he said, the only problem is only when you can actually see the Harabayis. Uvah Mokim, Shein Shom Gedesen, if there's no fence between you and the, and the Harabayis. Uvah Mansha, Shekhin Hashem, it's got to be at the time of the Beit HaMikdash is standing. The difference is going to be to the side, as we explained. In other words, in Yehuda, it could be you can, you, you can have a situation where you'll be facing between east and west, but you're not in line with the base of Iqdosh, i.e. if you go to the south of Yehuda, and you face between east and west, you'll never be facing the base of Iqdosh, because the base of Iqdosh is in the north. Nonetheless, that is a problem. Now, the way we explain it is based on the God, but because uh, you've got, in the north of Yehuda, you've got a very long strip which runs all the way along, 400 parasol along, between east and west. It's a narrow strip, but it's a long strip nonetheless. Since Yehuda is a very, or a relatively narrow um, piece of, of a land, therefore we say, so since I've got a whole strip from east to west, that's considered to be the road, and any other place in Yehudah between east and west is going to be a problem. Between east and west. Now, Shehengen between north and south, it's only a very small piece of land between north and south, which is directly in line with the Beit HaMikdosh. Therefore, as long as I'm not directly in line with the Beit HaMikdosh, that's fine. So that's what it means that it's Stodim in Yehudah between east and west, even if you're not actually facing the Beit HaMikdosh, it's still a problem. So to in God, or the other way around. Between east and west, it's not a problem. No matter where, you're, where you are, south, north of God, it doesn't make a difference. But between north and south, since God, it seems, is a much narrower piece of land, but it's much longer. Between north and south, it's much longer. So therefore, you get a very long strip, running actually the whole length, the way the God puts it, 400 parasol, running from north to south. And therefore, since you've got a very long strip, that's simply to be the road, and therefore anywhere between north and south in Godel is going to be a problem, according to the Tamikamo. Whereas remember, according to the Chachonim, they only ever forbid directly in line with the base Tamikdosh. Not the Stodim. Tani Yidot has been taught in another writer, Hanesh and Yehuda, somebody who excuses himself in Yehuda, they found him in the Chumarushim, between east and west, Elot Sof Nadorim, rather between north and south, as we've explained, with the Godel, and in the Godel, Sof Nadorim, Dafka between north and south, also is forbidden, Nizot Chumar of Mutar, whereas between east and west is Mutar. Rabbi Yeti Mate, and Rabbi Yeti allows, Shaya Rabbi Yeti Omer, Rabbi Yeti used to say, the Otra Labaraya, then if you can actually see our bias, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda says, um, Rabbi Yehuda says, 
between east and west. In other words, the end of the brick faced between east and west. So you have one behind the other, going in other words, north and south, but the bricks were set up, the two ends between east and west. And the idea was that a person would sit on one brick and would excuse himself into the space between the two bricks. So in other words, he would now be facing his, his uh, sort of, his, if you want, naked parts would be facing between north and south. So, Ozal Abai, Abai went along, and he wanted to just test and see whether Rabbi had dusted down it that way around, or not. So, Shaldan himself went on, and he switched them around, and had them now facing the end of the bricks between north and south, which means the two bricks were arranged one behind the other between east and west, and if a person excused himself now, it would be between east and west. So, all Rabbi, Rabbi came in, so suddenly he straightened them up the other way around, and Omer, he said, Mamai to come inside, who is the person who is causing me pain? I hold even outside of Israel is a problem. And the way Rashi puts it, they were in Bobel. And Bobel is to the east of Israel. Being this to the east of Israel, therefore it's going to be a problem between east and west. That's why I set up the bricks in such a way that I would be between north and south. From the Ramam, however, and possibly from Tosus as well, it sounds like it's nothing to do with the fact that Bobad is to the east of Eretz Yisrael. It's to do with the fact that the Shekhinah is in the east, that is in the west. The Shekhinah is in the west. And therefore, even if you're in the north of Eretz Yisrael, you still should not face between north and, and, uh, and um, between east and west. We explained that it could be that the Ramam goes to Shishosah. Because the Rambam in the Gemara earlier, when we, when we had the Gemara which talked about setting up your bed between north and south or east and west, the Rambam brings that down to Halakha. You should not set up your bed between east and west because the Shekhinah is in the west. So he learns the Halakha like that. Yo, that's Halakha, therefore here as well. No matter where you are in the world, you should not face between east and west. The only one exception is going to be in Godel. The way we explain that is because in Godel, you don't have a choice. Because if you face between north and south, then you're going to be indirectly, it could be you're going to be directly facing the base Hamikdash. Obviously, that is actually worse than between east and west. Because east and west is the idea that the Shekhinah is in the west. It's a halakhic problem, but it's not as bad as actually facing the base Hamikdash itself. So, God, in other words, if you're actually facing the base Hamikdash, obviously, then that's more of a problem than worrying about between east and west. But anywhere where you're not actually facing the base Hamikdash, there, east and west is a problem, north and south is not. Now, Shainkin is the Rashi. Rashi, presumably the Gemara earlier, that's what the Gemara sounds like earlier, is all Midas Chafidus. The idea of not having your bed between east and west is Midas Chafidus, because the Shekhinah is between east and west. So therefore, Rashi holds that the Ica problem is, right, the whole idea between east and west is a nice thing. It's Midas Chafidus, but it's not actually a problem. It's not necessarily actually a problem. Therefore, that's why Rashi picks up on Bodo with being between east and west. Therefore, he held, this is actually a problem, because I'm actually facing the Beit HaMikdash. Therefore, it's a problem. But if you were in the north, that's your Eretz Yisrael, for you to face between east and west, would not actually
naturally be a problem. Maybe out of Midas Chafidus. It's better not to do it between East and West because of Midas Chafidus because of where the Shekinah is. But it's not actually a problem. Rashi therefore picks up on here. Here it's because he was in Bozel. He was actually facing the direction of the Beit HaMikdash. That's why it's actually a problem and not just Midas Chafidus. That's the way we explained it. La Halochos, we take on like the Rambam, no matter where you are, we pass in Arabia Kiva based on this story, no matter where you are in the world, between East and West is a problem. Between East and West is a problem. Uh, presumably, obviously, God would be different, but between East and West is always a problem because of where the Shechina is. Although the Rambam doesn't mention anything about Mechitas helping you out, Tosas does, and we pass in like that. If you've got Mechitas there, at least if you're right up against the Mechitah, if you're not right up against the Mechitah, if you're in the middle of a hot there, that was the Machalekah. But if you're right up against the Mechitah, that's definitely not a problem at all. You can face east or west, if you've got a Mechitah in front of you. Um, when it comes to urinating, when it comes to urinating, um, so it's like this. The Rambam does make mention of it, but only only near the actual Beit HaMikdosh, where you can see Harabai. So the Beit HaMikdosh understands from that, and so it's brought La'alok, the Ramal brings it, that urinating between East and West, that whole problem, is only near Harabai. Chutzoret is not a problem at all. You can do it between East and West, not a problem at all. However, the Gong disagrees. He holds even urinating is a problem. But nonetheless, the Bi'alokha says the Minag is like the Shulchan Aruch. We go like the Shulchan Aruch, that between urinating is not a problem. Um, and especially nowadays that, that men wear trousers, even the God probably would hold it's not a problem because you're not revealing very much and therefore it's perfectly fine. Obviously, normally it's not really going to be a problem because we've got machitas, we've got special, obviously, rooms set aside for toilets, so it wouldn't be a problem. But in parks and things like that, in the open, it could theoretically, that's where the shyness starts out. Top of some of space on the dollar. Tanya is being taught in a brighter. Omer Rabbi Akiva, Pamach asked one time, Nechmasi after Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Sakise, I went into the base Sakise after Rabbi Yeshua, but Omaski, many traditions of Warm, I learned from him three things. Omaski, I learned number one, Shein Nifnin, Mitzvah Kumaro, Coin to Rashi, this took place actually in Yehuda, why he couldn't say this is in Babel, they speak about, because, uh, Coin to Rabbi Akiva, it's a problem even outside Eretz Yisrael. But anyway, I learned from him that one doesn't excuse oneself between East and West, and on top of rather between North and South. Number two, but Amaski, I don't change anything with Umar, Nishay Nifroy, Umar, one doesn't sort of take off his clothes, reveal himself while standing up, and Amir should wait till he's sitting, sitting down. Even though it would have been easier for Rabbi Akiva to do it standing up, I could see the fact that he waits till he sat down, that's the way the Benyot, uh, Benyot, Benyot, the Marshal explained it, it shows that it's the Dafa, you should wait to uncover yourself until you're sitting down. And number three, this is brought out also, number three is, but a man's teacher in the council may amend a small. When one cleans oneself afterwards, it should not be with the right hand, it should be with the left hand. We'll discuss that in more detail soon, Berta Tashem. Omade ben Aziz ben Aziz said to him, Atkani yasaf on Echa Baratko. He said to Rabbi Akiva, how could you do such thing? What a chutzpah. I'll just pawn him in front of your rabbit, go with him into the toilet. So Omade said, Rabbi Akiva said to him, Taylor, he is Taylor, the little bit down his side, I need to learn. I wanted to see how often I said, what I had ever done. Tanya has been taught in the Brayse, Ben Azai over Ben Azai says, Tamachas one time, Nechanasi Achar Rabbi Akiva, the Beit I followed Rabbi Akiva to the Beit HaKitsi. But Romanski, the Venetian of I learned from him three things. Romanski, I learned the same three things. She ain't if name is Rokhamado, that is Sophon Adoran. But Romanski, she ain't if Rokhamado, that is Sophon Adoran. But Romanski, she ain't if Rokhamado, that is Sophon so Omar Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says to him, Askani Asa Fonecha Beravacha, the same question, he says to him, How do you have such other opponent against your Rebbe? She replied the same thing. Omar Rabbi Yehuda says to him, Toi Rohi, Vodomo Dani Sorev, I need to learn. 
Now, obviously, it's what, when did this story with Rabbi, Rabbi, when Ben Azai and Rabbi Akiva take place? If it took place before the previous story, before he, he sort of heard from Rabbi Akiva, so, then he himself said, and this second story took place first. So what was his problem with Rabbi Akiva going in after Rabbi Yeshua? And if this story took place after the previous story, so he's already heard from Rabbi Akiva, these three Abba, why did he go in? So there are basically, at least, I mean, I'm sure there's more than that, but three answers we, we mentioned, this very particular. One answer is, you're right, this story took place afterwards, but he wanted to see Allah Khalamaisha. That's where the God puts it. He wanted to see Allah Khalamaisha. He tells the three Allah from Rabbi Akiva, but he wanted to see it in practice. Another possibility, as in the base JC brings, is that, um, yeah, he wanted to see if there's any other Allah which Rabbi Akiva kept. Okay, he only saw three Allah from there, but he wanted to see if there's any more Allah. There is a third answer, and that is the Enochanami, the second story took place first. So why did he say to Rabbi Akiva, oh, what a chutzpah, and he himself didn't see, himself, didn't see what he did as, as a chutzpah? The answer is like this. Then Azai and Rabbi Akiva were, he was a Talmud Chover for Rabbi Akiva. So he held there wasn't a problem for him to go in. Nonetheless, Rabbi Yehuda said to him, it is a chutzpah. But when Rabbi Akiva went in with Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi, Yeshua, Rabbi Akiva was a proper Talmud of Rabbi Yeshua. So there then Azai held, that was definitely a problem. That's definitely Azai's problem. Okay. Continuing on the Gemara with a similar sort of idea, Rav Kahana, oh, Rav Kahana went up, Gono Tusi uh, went in, in other words, to the bedroom, and Gono Tusi purried the Rav, and he lay under the bed of Rav. Shomei, and he heard that night, the Sof, the Sofak, that, that, uh, that Rav, he was talking, went to Rashi, and he and the, um, we said obviously it's Sikho which was necessary, we're going to see in there, but it's not counted as Sikho but... And the Sochak, and he was laughing with his wife, lost the Torochov, and then he had Tashmish with his wife. So Omelay Sarab Kahana said to him, he, he screamed out, Domi Puri the Abba, literally the mouth of Abba, of numbers of Rav, seems to be similar to the Sharif Tashil, it's like somebody who's never, literally inhaled, he's never taken in, he's never, never swallowed a Tashil, as if you've never done Tashmish, the way you're getting so excited about it. So Omelay Sarab Kahana said to him, Kahana, Hoka, Kahana, you're here, Puri, get out, it's not that it's to be in here at such a time. So he says to him, Taylor, even on my Dani Torah. It's Taylor, and I need to learn. Ask the Gemara, if Nehemiah Imam comes to be a min, why Taka is it that we do not clean with the right hand? El Abismar, rather with the left hand. So Omar Rabba Sarabba said, Mnishah Taylor, Nitzan of the Imam, because the Torah was given with the right hand. Shanam and says, Mimino Ishtar Slomo. From his right hand, a fiery lord to them. According to that, it would sound like even a left-handed person would seem with the left hand. Because this is not to do with a strong hand. This is, so to speak, Kabbalistic things of chesed and din. The right hand, therefore, was the one that the Torah was given with. One doesn't clean with the right hand. But look at the next three reasons. Rabba Baba Khan Omar, he said, when he should curve the peg, the hand which is nearest to the mouth. In other words, when you eat, you use your left hand, you use your right hand. According to that, the left-handed person would be the opposite. He uses the left hand. Because he ties on with his right hand, he ties onto his left hand the spillet. In other words, that's the hand you do things with. So to here, you're cleaning yourself. You shouldn't clean yourself with the same hand that you put your spillet onto your left hand. The right hand that you, you know, when we put on the spillet, you're tying down the tie that you're controlling the left hand, the left hand being sort of the, the source left is always associated with Ra, the Taiva, etc., etc. You're tying it down, you're putting it, being Meshavit, or sorry, Tavit, Libenu, you're being Meshavit, and Tavit, and Tashem. 
So when you clean yourself, you're getting rid of the byproducts of the body, which is the tum on the raft in the body. That shouldn't be, you shouldn't be doing the same thing. The spinning is obviously a double kodesh. Cleaning yourself is obviously not a double kodesh. Therefore, they should be done with the opposite hand. Even though seemingly you say, well, it's the same thing, but uh, it's not really the same thing, as you can well understand. According to that, again, a left-handed person who puts his spinning on his right hand would be the opposite. And finally, Rav Nathan by Yitzchak, I'm going to finish in Ayrabal Tamei Seder. He says it's because when, uh, when a person would be leading, they used to use the, they do the actions of the hand, the various notes and the, and the nakudos, they'd show it with their hand. Again, you do that with your right hand. It's punished to clean yourself therefore with your right hand. Again, somebody who's left-handed would be doing it with the opposite hand. Therefore, according to these last three reasons, it would seem a left-handed person should clean himself with his, with his, uh, with his right hand. Because one eats with the with his right hand, to be sure in the that's number that's crew of a pair. To be sure in the because he writes the bit over this. To be keep in the because he shows the as we said the nakudos and the and the, the, the notes the trot with his with his right hand. So as I said, based on, depending on which reason you take a left-handed person, it's not so clear what that would be with a left-handed person. Do we pass him like Rava because Rava is Basroi, he's later, or do you say no, he's outnumbered here? Oh, the Taz speaks about it, Morgan Abram speaks about it. And the sort of the, the final word on this, uh, brought by, by the by the Mishnah Brewer, is if a person is completely left handed, then there's nothing really to talk about. If he's completely left handed, well there's nothing to talk about, then he's cleaning himself with his right hand. If however he does certain things with his right hand, he does certain things with the left hand. The right thing is with one hand, doing other things with the other hand. So, take a look at the Bialoko, who speaks about it. It's a little complicated. It's not everyone agrees on it. Um, take a look there for more information. We discussed in the share, uh, we actually went through it. Um, one other point to note is, the Shlach says, one should try and be careful, not, even when using the left hand, not to um, clean with, the, with his middle finger. And by the way, this halakha does not mean even if he's, well, he's using a toilet paper, he's using something to clean himself, it doesn't make a difference. He should use his left hand and not use his middle finger because that's where the spinning goes. Um, from the Gemara, from the first two reasons, that's why the Ben Yildiz says therefore first, it's clear it applies even to women because the first two reasons apply to women, obviously the last two reasons do not. I would wonder, because obviously the last two reasons, one of them is about the spinning. That reason is not shy to women. So therefore, even though that often may apply to women because of the first two reasons, does that mean, therefore, there's no problem for a woman with the middle finger? Because the middle finger only comes in because of the spinning reason. That's not shy to women. So do we say, even though the halakha may apply to women because of, because of the first two reasons, maybe the thing of the middle finger is different. I wonder. Um, Continues on the Gemara. Omer Rabtanu, Omer Rabitanu, Ba'chani Loi, Ba'chani Loi. Kolatzon Ruach Bevis. I can't say anyone who is behaves with sneers in the in a soider. Nits on the shlishes. The one will be saved from three things: Minah Nachoshim, from snakes, Minah Krovim, and from scorpions, Minah Mazikin, and from damaging spirits. Because basically, if he behaves the way Rashi learns, is if he's behaves with sneers, he's quiet in the soider. They won't know he's there. Apparently, these harmful things will not know he's there and went to attack him. The Yishomim is something at Chalamei, something Yishomim said to his Chalamei will be, the Yishomim of he won't have nightmares and uh, dreams which, which um, confound him. 
And we say because it's a Mazikin, don't attack him, then he won't. Mazikin is where, where the, uh, the shade and these sort of things is where these sort of nightmares come from. Um, we say later on that besides the Poshim, which are obviously the Poshim, and all these sort of things, also have deeper connotations referring to various, uh, as I said, deeper, deeper sort of ideas, which, um, which we didn't go into, but it's worth knowing that there are deep ideas in this as well. When two people would go into the Beitakisi there, Afida would be a moment even during the day, Mitaski they would get damaged. Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi have a idea day, chaz, 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 Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi would go in alone, one after the other, and others alone. But Rabbi Asi, they didn't get damaged. Ami, Ami, the Rabban, the Rabban said to them, Rimitas, Pitu, are you not afraid of the, of the Mazik in there? With us, even if two of us go in, we get damaged. Or another normal people, and you're going in on your own. So all we do is they said to them, Kabbalah Kamurinon, we have a Kabbalah tradition, Kabbalah the Beitakite, the way a person to behave in, should behave in the Beitakite is, with sneers and quiet. Kabbalah the Yisurim, the Kabbalah the Yisurim, which is the opposite of the Beitakite. Beitakite is when the body is working, because you know the digestive system is the sign of a healthy body. But even if a person gets Yisurim, the way to be recovered Yisurim is to make them effective, in other words, to... The, uh, to, that he should get the benefits of the Yisurim, which we spoke about earlier in the Masefta, is the Kutta, is to accept them with quiet, don't complain. Umibayi Rachami into Davin Tashem. Abayi Meraviole Ime, Abayi his mother, but it wasn't literally his mother, the woman who raised him, she raised for him Imra, a sheep, then they are Bazir of Isakis, to go with him into the toilet. Protect him from the various Mazikin there. Why didn't she raise for him a goat? So answer the Gemara, You should know that the, the uh, various mazikim in the toilet are, so to speak, goats. And therefore a goat will get mixed up with the other goats, and in other words, I suppose the goats, if you want, which, um, which uh, are the mazikim, won't, they'll just see one person, i.e. a buy it. The whole point is to have a sheep there, and if he's got something else with him there to protect him. As the God said, if a person apparently if he sleeps in the fields at night, he shouldn't sleep amongst the goats, he should sleep with the sheep. Rabba Mikame Tahami Reisha. Rabba, before he became the Rosh Hashiva, Makarika Shadei Bach Rabchista, the daughter of, of Rabchista, i.e. his wife, she used to shake for him Amgeza Balakno, a, um, a, uh, a, uh, a nut inside a copper uh, basket. In other words, to make a noise, to scare off the Mazikin. After he became a Rosh Hashiva, of the Lekamsa, she, she made the window into the Beit HaKise, obviously he needs extra protection now, because Mazikin are, they, they, they're more jealous, and they want to attack somebody even more, therefore she would place her hand through the window on his head. Obviously she can't actually go in with him, because two people shouldn't be in the toilet together, as we discussed in the Friday share, but um, she could put her hand in there, that's perfectly fine, and that's brought the Halakha as well. Um Ula said Ula. behind the um, if a person goes behind a fence, Nifna Miyad, he can excuse himself straight away. Doesn't have to distance himself at all, even if there are people around. Uva but if he's in an open area, Kosmashmisatish means Khabir Shamea, he's got to go far enough away that if he were when he makes noises, um, his friends will not hit. If he baronoson, Matmiochi, he thought it as if. If you go behind the fence, then That's when it's not, you don't have to go that far away. You go far enough away that your friends can't hear the noises. 
with a big if you're in an open area, you can't, there's no way to cover yourself, you've got to go far enough away that your friend won't be able to see you. So the Gemara asks me for Somebody who's guarding Tahara, he's, he's in, a, in an oil person, he's guarding it to make sure an armor oil doesn't come in and, be, and uh, to be metame the oil. So Yosin and Pesach Litabat, he can go out from the entrance of the, of the oil press, and go behind the fence, which is right nearby, and he can excuse himself there. Saying to him, and nonetheless, the oil, the olives will remain pure, will remain solid. As of what you see is, that he can go just behind the fence. That supports Ulo, and there's a kasha on Isibar Nosa. Answer the Gemara Bitaris Hiksu. It's a special Kula they allowed for Taharis. Toshima, come and listen. Come and Yirchak will be Yirchak. How far away can a person go um, that his food will still remain tar? Doesn't have to worry, Namorah came in. Kedisha Yehiro, Ehu, in order that he can still see the food from where he is. Now, if he can see the food from where he is, that means where his food is, anyone could see him. That's a kasha on Isibar Nosa. There's no fence here. And he doesn't have to go far enough away that the person can't see him. So after the Gemara, Shani Yochei Taharis, people who are eating Taharis are different, and again it's a special colour, because what can you do? Otherwise the person, wouldn't his, 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 his Taharis would become Tommy. So Ravashi Yom Ravashi said, Michael's man changed Chaveru Raya, he gave a different answer. It's called Isi Baranosan. When Isi Baranosan talked about, you've got to go far enough away that your friends won't be able to see you, it doesn't mean he won't be called Manchin Chaveru It doesn't mean to say that he can't see you. He can't see your nakedness. But if he did, he can see the person. And therefore it's not a problem. It fits perfectly. You can go far enough away that you can see your Taharas. That means somebody would be able to see you. 100%. But he won't be able to see the nakedness. And therefore, that's the, that's the answer. Now the Halakha, right, the Raman is different shifters as to how we passed in. But the Rif, the Rif actually says, behind the fence, you can do it straight away. In a field, in a field, you go far enough away that your friend can't see you. So he seems to be taking one shitter for another one shitter of Isibar, uh, of, uh, Isibar Nosa. So the God explains, he says, not a kasha. Because, what the Rif is doing is, he's passing like Ravashi. There wasn't any way you can't see you. He can't see the nakedness. Once he passes like Ravashi, that means this answer about Sahara's, the Sahara's Hiklu is not an answer. Which means the first writer which said about behind the fence, you could do it straight away, you can't tell me, oh no, with Sahara's we're more maple. That answer doesn't work. So if it comes out, the behind the fence, you could do it straight away. And when it comes to in an open field, you go far enough away that your friend can't see the nakedness. And that's exactly how it's passing in the Shulchan Exactly like that. And as for the problems, you know, if, uh, if you're behind the fence, so you, the friends be, being able to hear the noises, so the Mishnah Baruch, you're not embarrassed. I mean, a person maybe should be embarrassed about it, but you don't have to worry about it. It's up to there's not a problem. There was a, a substance, somebody who gave her faith, and we went down in front of him, and he must have something. Oh my, he said, Hi, Sanua, but I'm supposed to have this person who saved Sanua in his ways. Oh my, Ramnathan said to him, As I desire the Vesakisi, you went with him into the Vesakisi, we had asked him that you could know Sanua, you know whether he was Sanua or not. The time we do that in a Bible, in Kronen Sanua, the Misha Sanua, the Vesakisi. You want to give somebody the title Sanua, only be Sanua and the Vesakisi. Ask the Gemara of Ramnathan, my Nafkadimine, what difference does it make to Ramnathan if he was Sanua, he wasn't? Ask the Gemara of Rishon, the time we do that in a Bible. Just like they take retribution from the, the dead, 
when people give Hesbedim about them, which are not true, Kafni Ephraim and Asafon is so they take retribution from the people who give their Hesbedim, we may not even Asafon, the people who answer after them and say, and not their heads and don't disagree if it's not true. Now, Rafa said, you're allowed to exaggerate a little bit, that's a halakha, but you can't say things which are not true. Some of our is it's detrimental even for the mates themselves, and it's detrimental for us. Some of our being taught in the Bible, is there with Sanua? What is it, Sanua? That's somebody who excuses himself at night in the same place where he would do it during the day, even though people not around, no people around. Ask him what it is, is that really the case? A person should get accustomed always to excuse himself early morning and late at night. Conditionally, he's not as late as he could also even have to go far away. In those days, they didn't have to send a few nowadays. They'd have to go out into the field. So during the day, you have to go far away. At night, early morning when there's no one around, late at night there's no one around, it's dark, you don't have to go far away. So you don't have to go to the same place you go during the day. The two, and furthermore, Robo be mama, Robo during the day, I'm obvious, I've merely travelled a mill to go and be excused. Uvalelia at night. Omele the Shami, he just says his Shamash, Pamili Zuchno Berechoyev the Master, just clear a place for me in the street of the town. The Chain Omele Rabbi Zero, the Shami, and so too Rabbi Zero says his Shamash, Chazimam the Ikar Akhari Beit Chabraya, see who is behind the Beit Chabraya, it seems the house of the Chabayim, in other words, it seems it's the Beit Hamedrush. The Ba'ina, the Mifani, because I want to excuse myself. You see, he just went around the back. So the Goya, you're right. Don't say Mabu Mokim, don't say in the place where you go during the day. And I aim a Kibbeh, Shemitnabayim, in the same sneer. You don't reveal from your body more than a Tepas, Tabachim, Lagidans, in the third parrot. You only uncover yourself when you sit down, exactly like you do during the day. But where you have to go, you don't have to go all the way out to the field. Now, Vashi Yamar Vashi said, I see the same Mabu Mokim, you could say, no, Papi, you do have to go to the place during the day. Learn it, but it can dog. But that's for sure, if there is, and you've got a choice between going out in the street, or you can go to like a corner there, there's a corner nearby, go to a place which is slightly more secluded. Cool folks, let's recap. Omar Abid Omar the person should get accustomed to excuse himself early morning and late at night. Additionally, he's not a traffic, in order that he doesn't have to go far away. Signing on the offices, we learn this in the brighter, but outside, earn their house game to say, how does it say? Get up early and go out to be excused, go out late at night to be excused, condition of stuffing, or you don't have to go far away. We explain, homiletically, the God says it's me to say, you should be bathing yourself morning and evening, check yourself about visits, get rid of that condition of stuffing, because otherwise it's going to make life very difficult. As life goes on, it accumulates all those visits, it's going to get much harder as life goes on. Clear it out a bit at a time, each morning, each night, work on your visits. Make a fresh banana fresh. Neshamish Veshev carries on Benazai, you should, the Pshat Rashi likes is, the Pshat he didn't like was, to check where you're sitting before you sit down, because the Gemara is going to say, what if you, what should you do if you've already sat down? Well, it's a bit late, if you've already sat down, if you're already dirty, because you didn't check the place, it's too late. Well, the Pshat he favours is, Neshamish Veshev means, in order to open up the orifices, they sometimes use rocks and uh, a piece of wood, whatever it was, do that before you sit down. The RT shape of it's Mashmish. Don't do it after you sat down. Shkodayishim of Mashmish. If somebody sits down and then fiddles with his orifices to open them up, I feel open Kishofim Bafamia, even if they're doing witchcraft in Afamia, Boinolov, they will come and the effects will come on this person. The Inshibiyosiv, Afgaf Mishamish, but if he forgot and he did it, he uh, sat down and then with Mishamish, my account what should he do about it? So says the Gemara Kikoi when he stands up, Lema Hoki should say the following. Lodi, Lodi. You won't overcome me, you won't overcome me, lo tochim, lo tachim, 
their names of Keshofim, or of uh, Keshofim, which are apparently have effects on Tarsenius, on hemorrhoids, not Tarsim, not Tarsim, no honey below me honey, not all of them, not Mehani, not some of them, or it's an extension of the honey, it won't be effective at all. Lochashi the Kharashov, Lochashi the Kharashov, not Keshofim of Meo, of a Machashi Tophar, and not Machashifas of a Machashif on the Kaiba. Top of Thomas Bay from the Bay. Tanya's been taught in a brighter. Then Avay Erner, then Avay says, I'll call Mishkav Shechav, you can lie down on any type of Mishkav, Chutman Akaki, except for the ground. We explained the idea is, possibly it's a health idea, that if a person lies on the ground, the, the, the ground is moist. Any bed, no matter how uncomfortable it is, it's going to be better than the ground. There was the Kasha, which they asked, which is what we say in the mission in Obos, Kaki Darta Shotero, one of the things is, Dala Ores teach them to, to, to uh, sleep on the ground. And we said, but if you look at the Loshon of the Gemara, it is. Yes, yeah, so if you take a look at the, at the Loshon, the Loshon is, I'll call Mishkav Shechab. Don't make the ground your bed. That means, literally, the ground is your bed. You're lying on the ground. Dala Ores teach means you should sleep on the ground. Not that it's your bed. What does it mean you should sleep on the ground as opposed to a bed? But it doesn't mean there's nothing underneath you, that's not what it says. It doesn't mean there's nothing underneath you. Sleeping on the ground is different to saying making the ground your bed. If the ground is your bed, that means literally that's what you're lying on. But all the teaching means that you should sleep as opposed to on the bed, you sleep on the ground and there's something underneath you. That, that was the basic answer. Uh, again, homiletically, we, 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 we uh, brought one or two shots in for that. The basic idea is when it comes to uh, when it comes to Inyoni Olam Azeh, in other words, what is referred to as the Sotah Ofor, there you shouldn't lie down, you shouldn't be lazy, because there it uh, only has detrimental effects. There you've got to act with tremendous reasons. I'll call Moshav Shev, sit on any uh, Moshav, what's not occurring except for a beam. As Rashi, uh, Rashi says, uh, because you may fall off, the God says, even if it's a wide beam, but uh, you may suddenly get a shock, you may get a bit afraid, and you'll wobble and you'll fall off the beam. Again, homiletically, this means to say when it comes to any middle, as the Ram writes, middle of the road. Not lying down, not standing up, sit. Except for a beam. When it comes to Gaiva, that's different. For that, there's no room for Gaiva. Omar Shmuel says, Shmuel, Shainabam with Ashakar, that sleep in the in early morning is Ki'istim al that's good for the body, like, like uh, uh, steel for iron. Steel which strengthens the iron. You see Abam with Ashakar going out in the morning to be excused is Ki'istim al is also like steel for the iron. Barakapora of the Mazabi and Milibidinere, Barakapora used to literally sell words for Dinorim. Um, the Gaon says either that means, let me say that because you're not, you're not supposed to sell Debateira, either this is not Debateira, it's just Derecheret, or it means to say he would only say things to people if he felt that they would value it like Dinorim. And these were some of the things he said. He would say, whilst you're still hungry, eat. Don't wait for the tiger to go. Eat whilst you're hungry. And says so the Gaon again, Metaphorically, what this means to say is, whilst you've got a tithe, you've got a cheshit for learning, that's the time to learn. Don't wait till the time goes. Don't say, I'll learn tomorrow. Tomorrow, just like if a person's hungry now, he says, I won't eat now, I'll eat tomorrow. You won't eat double tomorrow. So if you wait till tomorrow, you won't be able to learn double the answer. So tomorrow's got its own chiyuvah. Number two, we said, the Ramban, Asher Tehsel. You get a Hesorah, if you leave it as Hesorah, Tomorrow it would have dissipated. You've got to make it into a chavit. Do something about it. Act on it now. As the God says, the Prophet says, it says, When you've got the chaos, do it now. Don't wait. 
because it'll dissipate. Add the tzotis whilst you're thirsty, should say, drink. And the God says that refers to the same idea but with mitzvahs. The Ben Yodelan says is all talking about Torah, and he said because lechem is eating, lechem is, is bread, that's osiyat melach. Water. If you put salt into water and you drink it, it makes you more thirsty. And that should be the way of Torah. The more you learn, the more thirsty the you should become. Do it whilst you're hungry. Do it whilst you're thirsty. Do it whilst you're young. Don't wait to say, ah, oh, I'll do it when I retire. It doesn't work like that. Add the whilst your pot is boiling hot, Shafayr, pour it out. Rashi learns that means to say, the way we understood Rashi at least is, that don't wait till it cools down. Because when it cools down, the food isn't particularly nice. So too, when you, when you, uh, when you've got your boiling hot pot, in other words, in your body, when you're feeling the need to go and be excused, excuse yourself then. Don't hold it back and wait till the sort of the urge is gone. Um, aside from that, and again in a metaphorical sense, it means to say, don't wait till you're old to get rid of the bad midst, to clean your body out. Do it whilst your blood is boiling, whilst you're young. That's the time to act. Don't wait till you may have But the God learns, this means to say, means, if you don't empty out the pot yourself, it'll boil over. And it'll empty out on its own. So if you've been given money, use it. Spend it on mitzvahs, on, on stocker, because you'll lose the money anyway. Melach momen is chafer. The way to preserve money, the Gemara says in Kisulah, is to be mechafer, to give it away. That will preserve your money. As we said in the Gemara, but after, you'll end up losing the money anyway, so it's already decided in Rosh Hashanah. At least lose it, as it were, for the good. Um, the other thing we said was that give out to the Aniyim whilst the pot is hot. Give out to this week's Edrim, may Reishis Kofriyadoma, whilst the food is good. Don't wait till you finish your meal and the pot's all cold and you say, well, I'm going to throw out the food anyway, may as well give it to the Aniyim. That's not the way to do it. And finally, the last thing he said was, Karno Kario Baromi, when the horn, when the shofar sounding in Rome, Barma bin Ta'ini, the one, the son of the one who sells dates, Ta'ini Da'abustavain, go out and sell the dates to your father, your father will be very happy with you. And we explained obviously Ta'inim is synonymous with Torah. Number one, the God, I think it was the God who said, if you don't have Torah of your own, of your, of your own learn the Torah of your father. Another idea is, that Rome doesn't necessarily mean Rome, it can mean the Barume Shaloi, Barume Shaloido. There's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, an announcement, Barume Shaloido. This is obviously a particularly person to Elo when the shofar sounds, Barume Shaloido. By Mazbin Ta'ini, we are the children of Mazbin Ta'ini. The one who um, sold states. We are the sons of Hashem. Hashem sold the territory. He left after, and we are the children of Hashem. To any the go buy the Torah of your father. Don't buy other things. Don't buy into philosophy. Stick to the Torah which Hakadosh Baruch gave you. But the other idea we said was as well. means we are the son of somebody who actually sold. Uh, no, who bought the Te'enim. No, other way around. Somebody who sold Te'enim. That was it. Odomorishon. He ate from the Yitzhadah. He gave into the Yitzhahara. He sinned with Achila. Now the Yitzhahara has its... It's got an Achiza over us when it comes to eating. We've got special tithes when it comes to eating. We have to overcome those tithes. The, the, the According to this chart, 
you read the last part, we are the sons of Adam Orishan, our job is to buy back those Ainim of your father. How do we do that? How are we mistaking the Chet? Use our mouths for Torah. I'm changing it very slightly, but that's putting everything together. Use the Kayak of Torah. Make sure you don't let your mouth sin like Odom Orishon, which was the sin of Achila. Also, read to the Noshan Horah, obviously, of the, of the, of the Noshan HaKadmoni. Use the mouth only for Torah and Tzvila. That's the way to buy back those things which uh, Odom Orishon sin with. Amaru Abayi Rabbanon Abayi said to the Rabbanon I need to be shvili in the mechuzah when you go out the narrow path in the mechuzah and a mefash be bechatu in order to go out to the field. I didn't mention the shir, but it's to the field it means to excuse themselves apparently. So lo techsu you shouldn't take a look. Lo the hafkis of the hafkis not to this side or that side. Dilma yosvi nashi maybe women are sitting there. The Rabbi Rav Arad is takiribu. It's not their eretz to gaze at them. Rav Safra all the beis hakisi. Rav Safra went into the beis hakisi. Also Rabbi Abba nacharle abovu. Rabbi Abba came and coughed at the door. Uh, he granted the door to see if there was anyone in there. Omali, so Rav Safra said to him, Leonard, you can come in. Both sides and off when Rav Safra came out, Omali, Rabbi Abba said to him, Atashtod, I didn't say, as of yet, you haven't yet gone to say it. Look, I'm actually to say it, and you've learned the, the practices of say of, 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 of Rome. Referred to as say here because the, the Mazikin inside the, the Beit HaKesi asked to eat him. In other words, Rome, don't, they don't know, they don't understand the middle of sneer. Persians do, not Rome. Because the way you behave there, he said to him, was without sneer. Is this not what we learned from the Mishnah? There was a special, the Mishnah in Thomas, they had a special, um, um, because basically anyone who, who has excused themselves with Kazoidim in the base of they have to go and table themselves. After tabling, in order to warm themselves up, they had a big fire there where they could warm themselves up. And this was his cupboard. If a person found it closed, he knew somebody was in there. If he found it open, he found it open. So they would know that there was no one in there. Almost you see, what you did was not Derek Eretz. So actually, learned it wasn't Derek Eretz, the fact that you spoke. Because you see, the base of Kisya Shokhovit, it's shut, no one had to speak. You could just tell us the door was locked. You knew somebody was in there. The door was open, there was no one, there was no need to speak. You shouldn't speak in a base like this. For who's the, and according to the God, Shah is, it's not there for two people to come in together. You see, the door was locked, no one else should come in. So you see, it's not there for them. For who's the, but whereas Rav Safa, he told Mesukun who, that Rabbi Abba was in Sakona, so Tanya, because we learned in a writer, Rabbi Shimon Gamil Oime, he said, Amuda Khaiz, maybe the Adam with the Azraikan, that if a person holds back the urge, uh, the flow of, of, uh, of excrement, it brings the person to a bloated stomach. Seal enough is if he pushes back the flow of urine, maybe it's ultimately the Iraq and it brings him to Jordan. Rabbi Elozo, all Lebe Sakisi, and therefore he thought, since Rabbi Abba was, was in Sakona, that's why he told him he could come in. He spoke, or he told him he could come in as well, because Sakona, so it's time to wait outside. Rabbi Elozo, all Lebe Sakisi, Rabbi Elozo went since Lebe Sakisi, also I will have a there is a certain person, we said this may have been sent because it seems more likely it would be Ezra based on the continuation of the Gemara, especially as Persians are very medaxed, they continued. But a Persian came in and Dost came and he pushed Rabbi Loza aside. So come Rabbi Loza, Rabbi Loza got up, and off again went out. Also, Darkaina, a snake came along, shanti the Karkashe, and, uh, and sort of ripped out the, the rectum of this uh, Persian or Roman. Koriani Rabbi Loza, Rabbi Loza read about this. For Ethne Nodam Tachtef, man, I put a person in your place. Articulate Odom, don't read this. Odom at Edom, rather than Edomite. 
that's why it probably was an Edomite, and even if it was a Persian, he behaved not like a Persian who are Sanua, um, rather like an Edomite who don't understand Smear. And so the God is Tafke Tafsefo, because that's the expression of Tafsefo. Um, before we go on, this is the basic idea which we're seeing here, the middle of Tzmiyas in a toilet. Okay? It's, it's the, as we've, said, we've seen, this is, for a person to be called a Sanua, it's Tafka, that's the way he behaves in a toilet. We've seen various halachos here, which are brought halachalamaita. You shouldn't have two people going into a toilet. That's halachana, I suppose. A person shouldn't talk in a toilet. The one exception, by the way, is with a child. If a person has to accompany a child, he can go in, two people can go in. But uh, generally speaking, you said there shouldn't be two people in there, unless there's good reason, like a child, or they used to have a and two women used to go in together, as we mentioned, because to stop men coming in, they used to sort of talk amongst themselves, run to one another, whatever it was. If a person needs to get your attention in the toilet, then if you haven't actually started doing anything, you can cough, you can grunt. Um, but once you've actually started, nothing whatsoever. Um, we spoke about in the shares, that was the general idea of sneers. We spoke about possibly the Mitzvah that's the smack, the, 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 uh, the halacha about getting dressed under the, uh, dressed, undressed under the covers. We spoke about what, what, um, whether, this is, where, whether it helps for a person to go into a Beit HaKisi or a Beit HaMerta. Do you say since those are places where people anyway get undressed, therefore you can get dressed and undressed there without any problem whatsoever? We said a Beit HaMerta, a bathroom is better than a, than a, than a toilet, because the toilet is not the direct to get completely undressed, the bathroom is. So according to many, in a, to- in a bathroom it's perfectly fine to get dressed and undressed. And we also spoke about the Shuba of Ramosha Feinstein, about if a person is uncomfortable, to sleep, let's say, in, uh, you know, in pyjamas, it's very hot and humid, can he sleep just in underwear? Is that a lack of, uh, lack of smears? Ramosha understands the whole thing of smears by men is only midas chasidas, therefore if a person is bizarre, it's not even midas chasidas, it's foolish to try and be a frum at, that, um, at the expense of bizarre. On the other hand, for the Mishnah it's not much more like that, but um, that is, as I said, the well-known Shubha of Ramosha Feinstein, possibly at loggerheads with the Mishnaburah's understanding of the Indian. The um, Omar Laharogcha. The Gemara now finishes off, and it speaks about the, the, uh, the story with David and Shol. We know that Shol was trying to kill David, and David one time had a chance to kill Shol, but he didn't. He just cut off a, a corner of his, of his uh, beggar. The Omar, and he said, this is David now telling uh, Shaul afterwards, that he, he said, to kill you, and she took pity upon you. He said, she should have said, I said, David saying, I said, I could kill you, I have the chance to kill you. And she took pity. She should say, I took pity upon you. So Omar Rabbi Rosa says, Rabbi Rosa, Omar is David, David said to Shaul, the Torah said, but Omar means Hashem said, that I could kill you. Min ha-Torah, you were chayv mita. Shari roidif atah, because you're a roidif. Ha-Torah, Omar, the Torah says, Bo la-Hodukha, if somebody comes to kill you, ask him the Hodukha, get up first, the Hodukha, and kill him. Ere t'niyah shayit t'bukhah, hi chasa alechot. It's the t'niyah that you had, that's ha-tokhah. That she, the t'niyah, took pity upon you. Umayhi, what was the tremendous sneers? Zichtila derived by Yobel Gidret Hatsoin, and he came inside the pens of the sheep, the Gidret in session of fences, in the plural, Aladarif on the road, Bishon Mohor, and there was a cave there. By Yobishon, and Shon came in, and Otik struggled to excuse himself. Tan is being told, Gedre Leflim, we gathered, there were two fences, one inside the other. Umaor Leflim, Omni Maor, there was a cave inside a cave. 
Because after the Shabbat Ori, it says, then he came in. In Bidaiti, he went even further in, unnecessary words. Vayobo Shol, he came in, says the Ben Yodah, that tells us that he went inside another cave within the first cave to excuse himself. He covered himself with clothes like a sukkah. Tremendous sneers. He was already inside a cave within a cave, behind a wall, behind another wall, and he covered himself pitch black, and still he covered himself. Amazing sneers. We said, how did that protect him? Maybe we said, Toshim Shatim, because Dovid couldn't see him. There was such sneers, Shol, he couldn't be absolutely definite with Shol, therefore he couldn't put him to death. He just cut off the corner of his clothes. But we said an amazing idea from the Ben Yoyodo that this bit of Sneers of Shaul reminded Zavid Amalek of the Sneers of Shaul when he became king. That he wouldn't tell anyone about it. And based on the Gemara Megiddah, where did that Sneers come from? That came from the Sneers of Rachel. What was the Sneers of Rachel? That she handed over this demon in Taleo. The only reason that other Shavuotim came about, such as Yehuda, where Zavid Amalek came about from, was because of the Sneers of Rachel. Rochel the Bata Abanel, because of that she's called the mother of all the Shlokim. Because all the Shlokim only really came about because of the sneers of Rochel. So David Amela, if that's the case, because of that I can't kill Shol. We said, on the, on the one hand you see the amazing thing of sneers, but you see an amazing thing, the way I understood it was Hakarasate. It's not quite, I don't know what the Ben Yoyoda puts it, but an amazing Hakarasate. Despite the fact that Shol was eroded, he was tired of me so David could have killed him. But, but this amazing cheshmer, he said, because of this, I can't possibly put to death Shol. Hakarat Hazer doesn't allow me. And this is in comparison to what comes afterwards. Vayot um, Dovid, and Dovid got up, Vayichoris is Kanaf on the ill. This is what he actually did. He cut off the corner of the coat of Shedashol that Shol had by lost in secret. Anyone who disgraces clothes, so in the name of and the entry won't benefit from them. Shemem said, "Tamelech David, Zokin Bo Bayovim." The beginning of Melachim. King David was old; he was coming along in days. The end of his life, Ayichasu Ba Begodim, and he was cold. And they covered him with clothes, but Ayichamlo didn't help to eat him up. Why? Because he mistreated the clothes of Shaul. And we said, "What did he do wrong?" So either Pshat is he cut, he could have cut off a different part of the leg, and he cut off the corner, which is where the sitzes were. All we said that Pshat is it's not a question of. Punishment. This is cause and effect. If a person shows a lack of, if you want, for something, he denies, to, he, he fails to recognize the purpose of that thing, then that thing will not serve that purpose for him. He cuts the corner of the clothes, and just to say, well, the clothes don't have the value of giving, of serving the person and protecting, therefore they didn't give him that protection, that warmth in his old age. They didn't serve that purpose for him. And we stay with that various other things like with, um, with Amun and that's why they were denied access into Kalalito. It's very strange, it seems very harsh and it's so long ago, but it's not. Because Abraham Avinu, it's only because of Abraham Avinu that, as Dominic Amela said similarly with Rochel and Leo, etc., it's only because of Abraham Avinu that Lot was saved, and that's why the whole nation of Amun and exists. So Abraham Avinu was a pivotal figure in their birth as a nation. And we're only around, Amin Umar should be saved because of Abraham Avinu. The way they acted towards Kali Yisrael was a gross lack of Akras Hatov towards Abraham Avinu. And therefore, this is much the opposite, much the opposite of what we've just seen with Rachel and Leah and Dovid and Shaul, based on that. 
David said, Rochel's my mother. Amir and Moab should have recognized that Abram is our father. And they failed to do that. Therefore, when they are reborn as an individual, as a Ger, they are denied that father of Rome of Inu from their, from their birth. And they cannot come into our nation. We are B'nai Abram, they can never be B'nai Abram. Im Hashem David Amalek said to Shaul, if Hashem has set you against me, he's enticed, sort of, uh, me against you, enti- uh, sorry, has set you against me, then Yorach Mincha. He should smell a korban Mincha. Omar Abinoza says, Rabbi Noza, Omar Yakarishpoku, David Yakarishpoku said to David, Mazes Korishli, do you even suggest I could be called a Mazes? Somebody who lures other people into sin or whatever it is? Harian, Imach Shilkov, Adova, Shafiri, Tanek, Shavay, Shavay. I'm going to make you stumble on something, even the kinder of Chayda know about, Yehudim Asili know it. They write the Fosik in the Torah, Kisisa, Torah, Bnei Yisrael, if they am, when you will raise up, you will count the heads of Bnei Yisrael, according to their numbers, when also Ishkai, Ben Hafshai, and each person will give a redemption for his soul, the game of Torah, and others, you don't count people. They have to give some Mishkone, whatever it is, to count them. Miyad straight away, Vayam, Yisrael, and Yisrael, the Sosan stood up against Yisrael, the Sosan stood up against Yisrael, and he, uh, he sort of persuaded David for him, with them, with Kladi Sohar, they were saying, go catch Kladi Sohar. The Chimizamaninu, when he counted them, the Shokim in Ayukopi didn't take a redemption. The Chimizamaninu, when he counted them, the Shokim in Ayukopi didn't take From the morning until the eighth maid. My eighth maid, what does it mean, eighth maid? Om Ashmuel, Sabo, Chasmid, Rabbi Hanina, Mishmed, Rabbi Hanina, Mishas, Shechit, Hasatomid, from the time of the Shechit and the Tomid, Ad Shechat, Zerikose, until the time of its sprinkling. My eighth maid, what is the eighth maid? The appointed time. Om Ashmuel, Sabo, Chasmid, Rabbi Hanina, Mishmed, Rabbi Hanina, Mishas, Shechit, Hasatomid, it's from the time of the shattering of the carbon Tomid, Ad Shechat, Zerikose, until the time, the appointed time means, the time when the blood was sprinkled. Rabbi Yerushalayim Omar, he says, Adchatzit Mamash. It's the latest time that a person could bring the Korban Tomit. Until Chatzit. So the first opinion is when the might of the, the blood is brought. The second opinion is until it could be brought. But it's about a maximum of half a day. They say this is a show of Hashem. So I come in, the, the, the muscle was cut short, very, very short. We're going to see in a, in a second what Akkadosh Baruch Hu did. Instead of making the, the plague last much longer, he just took one person. But I'm, I'm thinking, because what exactly is the connection to what we said before? Stav is just saying, oh, you think of what David did, there was a plague. What's the connection? From the Gemara, it sounds like there's an actual connection between the two. Since when he counted them, and Shlosh HaKam Yenai Ukeifer, Dichsev, is it right, he brought a plague. What's the Dichsev? I would like to suggest that normally, we know the blood of a Korban is a Kapor. The idea of when counting people you take, Something else to count is called Kippurim, is a Kaifer, is a, is a Kaporo, is a redemption for them. Why all that is, is not, not for, for now. That requires a separate explanation. But for whatever reason, it's called the Kaporo. Dolly Tahmeda counts them without the Kaporo. Therefore, there was a plague which hit them, and the plague only stopped when the Kaporo for Cloudy Soul was brought. What's the Kaporo? The blood of the Korban Solomon. But I can go even further than that. Because the dam, the dam is the, is the blood, obviously, that is the kapora of the odom. 
the Dalit Mem of the person. That's where you need the Kapor. The Aleph, as we, I think we've discussed in the past, the Aleph is the oneness that's in the Shomor. Where we need the Kapor is the Dal. You know, when, when they did count Kalisol, also when they count Kalisol, they count them with sheep. Each person give a sheep. The Gematria of Teleh is Dal, is blood. Teleh is Gematria of Dal. That was the Kaporah. When we were, when we were taken from Israel as a people for Hashem, we offered, the Korban Pesach was a sheep, the Teleh, because the Teleh was the mother of Israel. But the idea was, because we are one above that, so I don't know if we've discussed this in this year, but that's the basic idea. The Teleh, that's what Mitzrayim is down for, but we're above that, we're an Odom. We became the true Odom. Odom Atem, when did we become, what the, what the Novi called, you are Odom, and almost right, I'm not called Odom, when did we get that extra Adam, which made us one above? That was with the shepherding of the Korban Pesach. That Kaporo, and every subsequent moment when we are counted, the idea of counting us and giving that closer is to sort of say, we are the Bukhar of Hashem. We are the Bukhar of Hashem. We've got that extra other. We're not just a Taleb. We are one above them. Vayem el Amaloch Hamashchis and Hashem said to the destructive angel, Ba'om, the one who is destroyed amongst the people, Rav. What did he mean? Omer Rabbi Loza says, Rabbi Loza, Omer Yachodesh Baruch Hu Lamaloch HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to the Malach, Tzoli Rashba, and take the, one of the greatest from amongst them, Sheyish Bodhi Paramehem Kamos Choyvus. Because through his death, that will pay out the equivalent of many Choyvus. But Yisrael at that time, Meis Avisha Ben Tzri, Avisha Ben Tzri, or died, Sheshoku Kuruba Shasanhedrin, he was equal in greatness to the majority of the Sanhedrin. Uva Hashchit, whilst he was destroying Ra Hashem Hashem Sur, by Yenochem, and he, re, as it were, he reconsidered. My role, what did our Kodesh Baruch Hu see? So Omar Rav, Rav says, Ro Yaakov Avinu, so Yaakov Avinu, he said he was, his, the Zemus of Yaakov Avinu was Chakuk al-Kisah Tovoy, the Ksibit derives by Yemah Yaakov, and Yaakov said, Ka'asher Ro'om, when he saw them, you see the expression of Re'iyo. Ushmuel Allah, Shmuel said, Ha'forish of Yitzchak Ro. So Yaakov had seen the Malachim, he said, Ka'asher Ro'om, Ha'chanel, Kim Zed, etc. Shmuel said, Ha'forish of Yitzchak Ro, he saw the Eifah of Yitzchak, from the Akedah. The ayil. Shemaman says that the kibir of Hashem will see himself as fair. That's actually before that kibir. But Rabbi Yitzchok Nafshah of Akesek Kippurim. Right, he saw the Kesek Kippurim, the money which had been given for the first time when he counted Klal Yisrael. Shemaman says that Akesek Kippurim made him Yisrael again. He shall say the Kesek Kippurim. That would atone. That money would atone for the counting this time. Rabbi Yechonon Ama Beit Hamikdash. Right, he saw the Beit Hamikdash. The Chesed Rishayis by Hashem Yiroya on the mountain of Hashem. He will be seen. One says he saw the Kesha of Akipurim, the Chazam of Isamikdash, the other one says he saw the Beit Hamikdash, and Ms. Tabrik commands the Om of Beit Hamikdash, it's logical that the one who says he saw the Beit Hamikdash, Shinevan says that she, Omer Ayyene, will be said today, the Harashem Yeroya, the Mashem Hashem, he will be seen. And they explain, Shasta she, Omer Hayoy. That's the cause of the Beit Hamikdash, it lies in kicking today. Even when the Beit HaMikdash has been seen, has been destroyed, the Shekhinah is still there. The Shekhinah at some level is still there. And that is the Zechus through which we are protected. We explained, whatever shot you take, whatever one you take, whether it's Yaakov, whether it's Yitzchok, whether it's the Beit HaMikdash, there's one common denominator. It's not just a play on the word Re'il. The idea is, these are all things that our Kodesh Baruch Hu set them up. At the time when they happened, we may have thought, why did this have to happen? 
What was the point of the whole story with Akedah? The Beit Hamikdash was made before the world was created. Why? Was it so necessary? Why did that Ketzmachipurim have to happen? In Parashat's sister, why did it have to happen then? Yaakov Avinu, having his Zemus Chasukah, whatever Peshat you take. Why, well, if you go all the way back to Vayimah Yaakov Kasherom, Machane Rekim there, why did he have to meet the Malok in there? This was all, whichever Peshat you take, this is Hashem Yirah. Hashem Yirah, Hashem Yirah, Hashem sees into the future. He sees there will be a time in the future when Krali Sol will meet the Sechus. And if he creates the report in the Ramato to ensure the eternity of Krali Sol. To heart to us as we ended off on Friday. Hashem said to Moshe, you can't see my face. You'll never understand things before they happen. Or as they happen. Maybe what you'll understand is, I can show you the back. That I can show you. But to Fonai The back is the Keshesh of Spirin, as we said. That's when everything comes from the back, everything comes to a knot, and it's all tied together, and we get a little bit of understanding. But from the front, don't ever expect to understand it. That's only the infinite vision of Hashem, that's Hashem Yir, and Hashem sets things up. And only maybe in the future we'll understand why they have to be as they are. Have a good Shabbat and a very good Vah.